If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture, and 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything A. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Ryan Young. Good afternoon and welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. And brought to you by Mendeco. Talk to your Mendeco dealer or visit mendeco.com to learn more about Mendeco land rollers and tillage equipment. For today, the cattle market in Saskatchewan did relatively well this past week. The Do More Ag organization is starting its mental health campaign aimed at farmers. And we'll hear from the latest 620 CKRM country cookout winner, Brenda Stopler of Momart. The farm, the farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection, and Municipal Hail Insurance, farmers insuring farmers. See municipalhail.ca. Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were higher last week, Provincial Cattle Specialist Fonda Froats crunched the numbers for the week of May 1st to 5th. Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices reported by CanFact averaged higher again last week compared to the previous week. Feeder steers were from 361.90 per hundredweight for the 4 to 500 pound category to 250.50 per hundredweight for the 900 plus pound category. The largest gain was in the 4 to 500 pound steers, which were up an impressive. 1590 per hundredweight over the prior week, while the 8 to 900 pound steers was the only category down, an average of 397 per hundredweight from the prior week to average 297.70. And prices were up over the prior week for all Saskatchewan feeder heifer categories. Prices were from 327.75 per hundredweight for the 3 to 400 pound category to 247.13 for the 800 plus pound category. The largest price gains averaged 640 per hundred weight over the previous week for the four to 500 pound weight heifers. And what were some of the factors with those changes? Overall, 2023 domestic beef production is down, which is supporting cattle prices, but we're seeing limited marketing of feeder cattle also supporting the prices. Moving forward, we'll watch the moisture conditions as they'll be important on determining the feeder prices that we see ahead. And how did other marketings do? So prices for market-ready cattle, Canfax reported Alberta-fed steers on May 5th to be at 230.73 per hundredweight, and this was up 589 per hundredweight compared to the last reported price on April 28th, which was 224.84. Alberta cow prices were up again compared to the last week. D2 cows increased on average 396 per hundredweight from the week prior to average 150.21 per hundredweight. And D3 cows were also up 
at about 3.54 on average to end the week at 130.14 per hundred weight. So how did the cattle marketings do? Canfax reported 12,647 head of Saskatchewan feeder cattle sold over the week, and this is above the 9,105 that were marketed the previous week. Fonda Froats is the provincial cattle specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Prairie 6-inch for Prairie 6-inch eaves trough size matters. So see Prairie 6-inch eaves trough, your farm shop specialist, prairieeavestrough.ca. The Do More Egg Foundation has launched its 2023 campaign to raise awareness about talking it out regarding mental health and agriculture. Executive Director Megs Reynolds says it's very timely as spring seeding is getting underway. Yes, it's always important that we be looking at our mental health as, as part of that bigger picture. But as you just mentioned, we are, you know, starting the year off, in, especially in the grain sector and moving into seeding and planting. And with that can come um, additional stress, tension, worries, as well as uh, reduced sleep. She outlines the stressors being faced by agricultural producers right now. Well, one of the biggest stresses in agriculture is that uncertainty of you know, are you going to get the weather that you need throughout the growing season? Are prices going to be where you need when you're selling? What's going to happen with government regulations? So there's just so many pieces that are outside of our control that stay as unknowns, um, you know, until, until something changes. That, that Those can weigh heavily on a person. And then, of course, you have other dynamics that are, are more unique to agriculture where you are living where you work. So there's no real separation from work. Um, that's always... You know, you're always looking out the window and thinking about the things you still need to do. You're working with family, which can be incredible, but it can also come with additional challenges. And uh, then, of course, is that multi-generational piece. You still have about 96 to 98% of farms in Canada being family-owned and operated, many multiple generations. So sometimes you have that pressure, especially when times are hard and, and economics may be challenged, that you're worried that you're letting down multiple generations that built that operation, or possibly you're really worried about, do I want to hand this down to the next generation and put this type of life and stress onto my children? So there are a lot of factors. And then of course, there's the stigma surrounding mental health where we have been a very stoic industry and we don't often show what we're thinking or what we're feeling. And so this campaign is really geared towards highlighting that We all have similar thoughts and we're all connected in what we go through and how we feel and that it's really important to be having those conversations, especially if we're thinking that maybe someone in our life um, is is needing a little bit of help or is needing to have a conversation. Reynolds says that's where the Talk It Out campaign comes in. Exactly. The the campaign Talk It Out is, is really trying to break down the stigma of starting that conversation. So with this year's campaign, really focusing on those thought bubbles to show, you know, this is a thought that this person might have. And I know many people in agriculture can look at those images and say, I've had that thought or I've been there. So really normalizing, you know, that we're, we're again, in this together and the importance of having those conversations. I, you know, I think back to when I was grain farming and this campaign really hits home for me. I hit a lot of what I was thinking and what I was feeling and what I was fearing with a smile but that didn't always mean that I was in a great place. 
or that my mental wellness was in a great place because of those fears and those stressors that were going on in my day-to-day. She tells us how producers can talk it out. Best way is just to, to call up someone that you feel comfortable with and start a conversation. And you could start that by checking in on them. If that's easier than saying, hey, do you have a minute? I just I got something on my mind I want to talk about. Um, or if it's someone in your circle that you're worried about and you've maybe seen them acting a little different, you can say, hey, you know, I've noticed these couple of things the last couple of days or the last couple of weeks. Um, I'm concerned about you. I'm here if, you know, if you want to talk. I'm, I'm worried about you. Are, are you okay? Um, or you can head to our website, which is domore.ed, and we have a whole resource page for all of the support numbers across Canada, um, broken out provincially. Or you can also go to our kind of our, our uh, knowledge library and learn a lot of other, maybe it's tips to manage stress, or it's more tips to how to start a conversation, or um, a blog post about what you can expect when you're calling a therapist. Reynolds notes that the campaign will run for the entire year. Yes, this campaign does run for the whole year, and this is, you know, Talk It Out is is a key messaging with Do More. We really focus on on having that conversation, bringing awareness to mental health, destigmatizing mental health. And again, if you're looking to learn more, uh, you can connect to our website. There's also different workshops running across Canada through our community fund with FCC that people could check into. Those are all listed on our website as well. And if anyone's looking to support mental health and agriculture, you can also donate to our website. Megs Reynolds is the executive director of the Do More Ag Foundation, the national voice and champion for mental health in the agriculture industry. You'll hear their PSAs daily right here on 620 CKRM. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. Now today's Ag Review with Doug Faulkner of GX94, brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau says Canada will not be intimidated by China following tit-for-tat diplomatic expulsions by Ottawa and Beijing. Ottawa expelled Chinese diplomat Zhao Wei on Monday over allegations related to foreign interference. And hours later, China asked a Canadian diplomat in Shanghai to leave by Saturday in response to what it called Ottawa's unreasonable actions. Some fear the latest flare-up could have economic repercussions for Canada. Chinese imports of Canadian goods rose 16% last year to a record of $100 billion, and China is Canada's second biggest trading partner after the U.S., Last year, Beijing lifted a three-year ban on imports of canola, Canada's largest crop, from trading companies Richardson International and Viterra. China is also a major importer of Canadian potash and wheat. Statistics Canada has released its report on grain stocks at March 31st. However, Markets Farm Pro Analyst Mike Jubinville suggests there's not much to the report. He says it's one of those reports that people look at and move on. StatsCan's report pegged total farm and commercial stocks of chickpeas at 112,000 metric tons, down 58.5% from a year ago. Total March lentil stocks came in at 900,000 metric tons, which shrunk 13.6% from March 31st of last year. As for dry peas, their farm and commercial stocks tallied 1.471 million metric tons, 
up 22.4% from the previous March. Jubinville says the numbers for peas and lentils are very unlikely to have a notable impact on their respective prices. Indonesia has reported an outbreak of African swine fever on a farm near Singapore. The outbreak that killed 35,297 pigs in a herd of 285,034 on a farm located on Bulan Island was detected on April 1st and confirmed on April 28th. African swine fever is not dangerous to humans, but is fatal for pigs. It has plagued China for years, with an initial wave during 2018 and 2019 killing millions of pigs and leading to a dramatic decline in meat output that roiled global markets. China is facing a recent surge in infections this year. The source of the Indonesian outbreak is still unknown, but veterinary authorities say that humans, vehicles, feed, flies and wild boar may have played an important role in the introduction of African swine fever on the farm. Indonesia is already up against another major livestock disease outbreak after foot and mouth disease turned up there in April of last year. Officials from several federal agencies are reassuring the public about Canada's animal biosecurity preparedness. Witnesses from the Canadian Food Inspection Agency Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada and the Canada Border Services Agency spoke to MPs' concerns about livestock diseases at a committee meeting last week. Biosecurity preparedness has been a relevant issue recently, with rising concerns over African swine fever, foot and mouth disease, and highly pathogenic avian influenza, which saw 13 outbreaks in Quebec alone in April, and killed over 50 million farm birds in the U.S. in 2022. Dr. Mary Jane Ireland, Executive Director of the CFIA's Animal Health Directorate, told the Common Standing Committee on Agriculture and Agri-Food that the agency has playbooks for every disease they are aware of and that hazard-specific plans are updated as diseases evolve around the world. Surrey, B.C.'s historic Cloverdale Agriplex is getting a major upgrade thanks to funding from the provincial government. A $1 million upgrade is being supplied through the Destination Development Fund, which will go toward making the site of the Cloverdale Rodeo more accessible and versatile. Construction at the venue, which hosts the second largest rodeo in Canada, is set to start this fall and is expected to be completed by the end of 2024. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Falconer. It's your agri-weather forecast on the voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary. Or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, partly cloudy with a 30% chance of showers and a risk of a thunderstorm. Winds out of the northwest at 30 kilometers an hour, then becoming light this afternoon. High of 22 degrees. Tonight, partly cloudy with a 30% chance of showers early this evening and a risk of a thunderstorm. And then it'll clear this evening, low of 7. Tomorrow, mainly sunny, then increasing cloudiness early in the afternoon. 
Northeast wind at 20 kilometers an hour, high of 22, the low 13. Friday cloudy, 60% chance of showers, high of 13, the low 9. Saturday sunshine, high of 23, low plus 5. Sunday sunny and a high of 24, the low 10. Monday sunny, high of 29, the low 8 degrees. And Tuesday sunshine, high of 23. Normal highs 18 degrees, normal low 3 degrees. Sun rose at 518 this morning, and the sun will be setting at around 832 tonight. Looking around the province, the hot spot in Saskatchewan is at Stony Rapids at 20 degrees. Cold spot is over in Prince Albert at 11, or rather, sorry, I got my hot and cold temperatures mixed up here. Sorry, the hot spot in Nipawin at 23 Cold spot, Cypress Hills at 12. In Estevan, it's 21 degrees. Saskatoon, 19. Swift Current, 16. Weyburn, 20. And Yorkton, 14. In Regina, mainly sunny. Winds from the north-northeast at 27 kilometers an hour. Humidity at 46%. Temperature at 18 degrees. That's 65 Fahrenheit. Barometric pressure is at 101.5 and falling. In Moose Jaw, mainly sunny. East-northeast wind at 15, temperature 18 degrees. Once again in Regina, mainly sunny. North-northeast wind at 27, temperature 18 degrees. Back in a moment. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers. McDougalAuctions.com And brought to you by Pattison Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizers just better when it's wetter. Pattison Liquid Systems, expect the best. The first revision of the Prairie Nutrient Removal Calculator in more than 20 years is now available online for producers and agronomists. The updated version covers more crops, 15 in total, as well as micronutrients, boron, zinc, and copper. Dr. Fran Wally is one of two University of Saskatchewan research scientists leading the effort, along with Dr. Rich Farrell. Dr. Wally says it was time to update the nutrient removal calculator. It actually was released in 2001, but it was based on an earlier version that had been produced in 1992. So my guess is that data actually came out of the 80s. So we've got different varieties, different genetics, different management practices, different cropping rotations. So it was absolutely time to uh, revise it. It was a three-year process covering 2020, 21, and 22. Well, with over 2,200 samples, and initially we had uh, planned to collect 14 crops. But we kept receiving samples for faba bean, <laughs> so we ended up including faba bean in our nutrient calculator as well. So it was a lot of samples to be processing coming from, you know, right across the prairies. And Dr. Farrell says they, these were all on-farm samples. So the idea was to take samples from commercial farms, so not small plot research sorts of things. This was from active farms across the prairies. There were no huge changes between the old and new nutrient calculators, but there was one interesting number. Not huge changes, but with phosphorus and potassium, we saw in a lot of instances 
lowering of the numbers on a per bushel basis in terms of nutrient removal, which kind of implies that crops might be and the management systems might be a little bit more efficient than was predicted by those earlier numbers in terms of uh, nutrient use efficiency. So that's good news. Nutrient uptake was also calculated by collecting seed samples at harvest along with information on crop yields. While both researchers say nutrient uptake provides interesting information, it is nutrient removal that's a more accurate and easier number to, to determine. The nutrient calculator can be found online at prairienutrientcalculator.info. One of the issues the Commons Ag Committee is studying this month is if Canada's farms are prepared for a threat to biosecurity. Hundreds of farms across the nation have been dealing with avian flu for more than a year. New cases are being reported this spring as migratory birds head north for the summer. During a meeting this month, the NDP's Alistair McGregor posed a question to Canada's top veterinarian, Dr. Mary Jane Ireland. Given uh, the threat posed um, to some sectors like avian influenza, which is keeping many scientists up at night, do we need to step it up a bit more and, and actually have a legal requirement for adherence? Maybe a stronger national um, you know, laws and, and requirements given the threat posed by some of these diseases. You're right today, biosecurity and the national biosecurity standards are voluntary. Um, CFI doesn't have authority to, to, to mandate um, that, but I, I would say that they are dependent on a, a number of factors, um, including human behavior um, and following best practices. Um, I, I would also say that many national producer associations actually require um, their producers to follow their species-specific biosecurity standards. Um, biosecurity uh, can mean a number of things, and every farm is going to have their own biosecurity requirements. It needs to be very tailored. Do you have animals outside? Do you have visitors? Uh, do you hire summer students that need to understand the importance of biosecurity? So we can set national biosecurity standards and then producer organizations can <coughs> tailor them to their own need. But every individual producer needs to think about their own facility and make what makes sense for their particular operation and, and follow it. Avian influenza, extraordinary incursion of avian influenza virus brought in most likely by wild birds and wild bird migration. Um, it has really underscored <coughs> the importance and also the challenges um, of maintaining very strict biosecurity each and every day. Um, because that in the, in the case of avian influenza, that is, that is what's needed to, to prevent infections. BC, Alberta and Quebec lead the nation with confirmed cases of the H5N1 strain of avian flu. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com Brenda Stopler of Momart is our third winner of the 620 CKRM Country Cookout. Brenda's farm is approximately 85 kilometers southeast of Regina and says they've been farming at their current location for 21 years, but farming a lot longer than that. 
Um, we run a mixed farming operation with our two daughters. They don't like the grain, but they like the cattle. So I think that's why we have more cattle, <laughs> like the cattle part of it. Um, we're seeding just under 1,800 acres this year. And we are going to see canola, oats, and hard, our red wheat. Okay. Uh, how was calving uh, this year? Um, some days it was good. It was 40 below. It wasn't so fun checking every two hours, but it went pretty good. Of course, you always have losses, but we are, we're quite happy with what we got. We had triplets for the first time this year, ever. Oh, really? Yes. Unfortunately, only one survived, but Aww. yeah. Like you said, it, sometimes that happens. Yes. Yeah. How are the fields looking like? Uh, not bad. Uh, there, there's still signs of moisture there. Uh, there's the odd slew here and there, but the snow is gone, and some of our neighbors are starting to go. So it looks like it's looking very promising for moisture-wise. Awesome stuff. And again, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. That was Brenda Stoppler, who farms near Momart, and the latest winner of the 620 CKRM Country Cookout. Back in a moment. Here's the market updates with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. Market Update is brought to you by Sask Pork, working on behalf of Saskatchewan hog producers and our community. Grain prices at Viterra were mostly down in early trading today. Feed barley is down $5 at $342.58. Canola went up $5.90 to $739.42 a metric ton. Lentils dropped $6 to $775.50. And number one red spring wheat is down $1.56 at 384.19. The rest were unchanged. Durham at 418.98, chickpeas 1058.22, flax 541.98, oats 220.32, yellow peas 401.22, and feed wheat 289.55. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for July is down three quarters of a cent to $8.47 a bushel. It's the Livestock Reports on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. Livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock, 842-4574. Now, the latest livestock quotes. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of May 9th. The butcher market has been holding strong and has been picking up week after week. At our last sale, D1 and D2 cows sold from $1.35 to $1.60. D3 cows sold from $1.20 to $1.30. Counter cows sold from $1 to $1.10. Hefferettes sold from $1.80 to $2.20. And good butcher bulls sold from $1.45 to $1.70. We had our last pre-sorted calf sale here on May 1st for 50 to 500 pound steers averaged three dollars of five cents and sold it to three dollars of 47 cents 500 to 550 pound steers averaged three dollars and ten cents and sold it to three dollars of 47 cents 550 to 600 pound steers averaged three dollars and 19 cents and sold it to three dollars of 47 cents 600 to 650 pound steers averaged three dollars and 23 cents and sold it to three dollars and 39 cents 650 to 700 pound steers averaged three dollars and 12 cents and sold it to three dollars and 36 cents 700 to 800 pound steers averaged two dollars and 94 cents and sold it to three dollars and 11 cents and 800 to 900 pound steers averaged two dollars and 67 cents and sold it to two dollars and 92 cents heifers were about 30 cents back from the steers this has been stephanie digg reporting from the weyburn livestock exchange the market that gets cattle and the prices too 
Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices, they're at $186.29 per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Ryan Young. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your farm fresh water today at farmfreshwater.ca. And Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank, 306-721-6667. Saskatchewan Trade and Export Development Minister Jeremy Harrison announced that exports to the United States hit an all-time high. Exports in 2022 were valued at $29.3 billion, a 74% increase since 2018, the provincial government says crude oil, potash, and canola oil are the three most common exports to the U.S. The announcement comes as Premier Scott Moe returned from Washington, D.C. to further increase trade in potash, uranium, and critical minerals. The Canadian Federation of Independent Business wants their loan repayment deadlines extended with the Canada Emergency Business Account. CFIB says a recent survey of its members found that 78% said getting extra time to repay their SIBA loans would increase their likelihood of survival. Federation President Dan Kelly says small businesses struggle with staying afloat due to high interest rates, inflation and labor costs. The Federation is calling on Ottawa to extend the repayment deadline for SIBA loans interest-free to the end of 2025 or at least to the end of 2024. On the markets, the TSX is down 172 points at 20,413. The Dow is down 278 points to 33,283. Oil is down $1.59 at $72.12 per barrel, and the Canadian dollar is at 74.60 cents US. And that's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. And that's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Ryan Young. Have a nice day. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicide.